Congress, uh, Beaver Congress in Birmingham, and I was in the exhibition hall just now, and I bumped into an old friend of mine, Dr. Eunice, uh, from Sparna. Eunice uh, came over to see practice uh, with me at Lippert 10, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Stayed in my house. We had a great week. Um, I think he learned a few bits. Um, but it was re- it was really great for me to get a better understanding of the work that Eunice and the team at Spana were doing in Morocco. Um, so having having seen him in the exhibition hall, I've called him to come and do a Beaver podcast. Um, so Eunice, just tell all our listeners how long you've been a veterinarian with Spana. Hello, Dave. Thanks for inviting me. It's a, it's a big honor and a big pleasure to be here. And uh, this is my first Beaver Congress. I'm it's really good. thrilled to be here. Yes, I'm really. Uh, uh, glad to to come to see the best lectures, the best speakers. You were giving the best lectures. You were speaking, weren't you? Yes, yesterday. <laughs> and uh, yeah, to meet with one of the the most uh, famous congresses for for equine to to meet equine the the community of equine vets. So uh, for uh, for Spana, I've been working for Spana for almost uh, sixteen years now. 16 years, yeah. crikey, I didn't realize it was quite that long. So t- tell me a little bit more about Spana's work and the difference that's making to the working animals in the areas where you are working. Mm-hmm. So Spana, just to, uh, it's the acronym of the Society for the Protection of Animals Abroad. So it's the, the, first, the world's first charity support and work in equus welfare in low-income uh, countries. It is operating in 23 countries across the, the globe. 23 now? 23, yes. So uh, mainly in Africa and the Middle East. But we're, having, we're also having other places like India, Indonesia, Myanmar. So Spana is working with working equids, donkeys, horses and mules, but also elephants, oxen, camels. And uh, Spana's vision is really that every working equid lives a healthy and valued life yeah, and to, uh, um, to to achieve this we are treating we are having this rule of the treaty so to treat to teach and to train brilliant brilliant so yeah I, I realize the educational aspect becomes more and more important all the time but you're obviously on the front line doing clinical work as well what are the, what are the common issues that you tend to see when you're treating work in equids well in, in Morocco for example we uh, we treat we have many many issues but we are mainly facing colic problems so yesterday for example I was talking about small colon obstructions because mainly because of foreign bodies uh, fecalates and this is this is a a big problem. So colics are a really a big problem for, for us. They can also cause by, by worms. So we, we deworm animals. So this is treatment. So we treat, but we also uh, try to, to do prevention. We have also lots of wounds. So we have something like harness wounds because of a poor padding. And if the animal is having malnutrition or uh, having lots of worms, then he is is like kind of skinny. So we're having the, the, the harness, we're having like um, uh, harness wounds on the girth, on the on the on the withers. So it's a, it's a big problem too. There are also problem of, of lameness. We're having yeah. many lameness yeah. problems. Uh, this is because of poor showing, overloading, overworking, and this is the reason why. We are not only treating, but we try. We are trying to, to teach people and to train people and to, to, to teach children. For example, in, in last year, 
so all, all over the world in uh, so uh, Spana have treated more than uh, 300,000 working equites around the world and we have taught about 87,000 children about empathy and animal welfare and we also trained something like about 90,000 animal owners. We also train uh, vets and para vets so to have a good level of, of, uh, of knowledge. Yeah, well, as you're, they are really impressive numbers. I, I, it's been great at this Congress, actually. Sort of, yes. It feels like almost bringing it full circle, and we've been learning from your colleagues on how we can apply your human behavior change methods to, to our clients yeah. in this country, mm-hmm. because it's, it, it is all about changing management, isn't it? And, mm. and trying to encourage horse owners or keepers, those working working equities, to just try and do stuff differently. And there's, uh, sorry to interrupt you, there, there's another thing is that in this uh, aspects of prevention, Spana do distribute human equipment. So we distribute non-traumatic bits, human bits. Yeah. We distribute uh, hobbles, the nose bands, the donuts bandages, yeah. the donuts that you have in the morning, yeah, yeah. the donuts bandages that we put under the saddle yeah. to, uh, to, 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 to allow the wound to, to heal uh, properly. So for instance, uh, last year, Spana distributed over than 10,000 human Whoa. equipment. Whoa. Yeah, it's, really, it's, it's upset, upscaled considerably on what, what I remember. Um, it's really impressive stuff. Um, I think we've all, been, we've all been aware of the issues that we've seen on our news around the earthquake in Morocco yeah. recently in the Atlas Mountains. Mm-hmm. And I'm relieved to hear that's nowhere near where you're living and your family are. But is that going to make life tougher for you guys working in Morocco? For sure, for sure. Where the, the earthquake, it's, it, it's, it strikes Morocco, it's in the high mountains. And uh, thanks God it happens in the high mountains because the high mountains are like a rocky, yeah. so we have rocks. Imagine this would, would happen in the plain with the big buildings and yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's seven out of ten of Richter. So it's a really, and it have caused lots of damage and the relation, this is, we are having now more than 3,000 dead people, yeah. lots of injured animals, sick animals, working animals, livestock, chicken, cows, the cats, dogs, everything. So it's, they have really a catastrophic situation. And the problem is that these working equids, they will have um, uh, a big role to play because yeah. roads have been cut yeah. it's in the mountain. Presumably in those high mountains areas, there is a lot of use of working equids. Yes, yes, but mainly mules, and uh, we don't have uh, we we don't have horses, but we mainly have uh, donkeys and mules, and they will they will play a vital role because they will be taking food uh, and um, and water to the air to the isolated areas. Mm. Well, yeah, our thoughts are with you, mm. and I know you guys are spanning around there at the moment. And Spana is is already there. Yeah. And trying to distribute uh, uh, emergency food and yeah. and uh, medical care for, yeah. for these animals. Well, good luck. Thank you. So you've got all those draws on your time. I know you're doing research and you're teaching. Mm-hmm. What's what's what is your what's your typical day when you're working at Spana? In, in well, work, working at Spana is quite fantastic because uh, all days are, are different. So normally each day has its. Uh, is different from the other days. So normally we arrive at about eight o'clock 
the grooms are already there because uh, they have to, to mark out the stables to feed and water the animals. So we come, we see uh, our inpatients, we treat them, we change, change bandages, we give medication. And after finishing with this, then we, we, uh, we receive the, the animals who are already waiting. So we can either treat them and they will go back home yeah. or if there's an, an animal with a special issue or wound or something that he needs uh, like uh, medical care, then he, he stays. And we could have a, a phone for a, an emergency or for rescue to go and to, to try okay. to... Because in uh, Spana is operating by... It is operating uh, by fixed clinic, but also by mobile clinics okay. that can go okay. to, to remote areas, so we can we can go and look for a, for an no. animal. I thought you were just in the clinic. No, no, we we will have a mobile clinic, and now in the in the Atlas Mountains, we are having two mobile clinics trying to uh, to reach a, a wider area. Yeah, we, we are not only treating, but we are having also an education program. And we are having children who are coming to, to our center to see uh, what we are doing with animals and to try to, to make them learn about welfare and how to, how to, to behave with, uh, with animals. Because uh, one of the biggest problems we are having is that many people, they have some misguided practices and we want these 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 misguided practices yeah to not to be transmitted to the next generations definitely definitely um it's a, it's a pretty diverse role isn't it i can completely understand why you say no two days are the same but if there are bits you had to pick out what do you what do you enjoy doing the most um i would say that um when you are uh, working with spana what is the most the, the the biggest gratification for me is when I realized that I I was able to make to make a difference in the life of of this animal and his owner because when you say uh, an animal probably that there's a, a whole family behind who is relying on him and we have witnessed this so th th throughout the years I'm really happy to see that's uh, an, an owner and we can see this in, in their eyes when they are satisfied we are really glad we are pr proud of, our, of ourselves so it's uh, it's quite a gratifying job i love my job yeah, so, so yeah so inspiring um and it, those people who are interested in finding out more about what spana are doing mm -hmm. in morocco and like uh, the crazy number of countries that you guys are now working in how where can they find out more information so spana we're having a website and we're also in social media so you can just type spana s-p-a-n-a on facebook and you can you can follow us and right now we're having like a crisis appeal for the earthquake in morocco so uh if you if if you want to support, then you can just go and uh, go on, on the link. That's brilliant. All right, Dr. Yunus, it's been, it's been great to, to catch up with you again after um, not seeing you for a number of years. Thank you so much for coming to Congress. Thank you for your contribution to the, to the program. Thank you. Uh, and thank you for, um, for doing this podcast. So. And thank you also for, for having hosted me 10 years ago and for the uh, delicious uh, uh, eggs that we asked for. <laughs> <laughs> you are very welcome. Thank you. Uh, no, thanks, Dr. Thanks, Yunus. Thank you all for listening. Um, uh, please tune in to the next podcast.